Hello everyone and welcome to The Lonely Beard on Philosophication. I'm Jason and today I'm going to explain why I think the current implosion of the Democratic Party that we're seeing is a bad thing and why even if you're on the right you should not be happy about it. So since Donald Trump's election as president and especially over the past couple of months we've seen a significant shift in power from the Democrats to the Republicans in our federal government. Trump won an election he was not supposed to win according to the media and the Republicans took control of both the House and the Senate and now with Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation a majority of Supreme Court justices are Republican appointees. So the right wing now firmly controls all three branches of our federal government but up until about a month ago the Democrats were looking pretty good to take back the House and possibly the Senate too in the upcoming midterms. However, they've now lost significant ground in the polls for the midterms, a lot of which is due, I think, to their terrible and dishonest handling of the Kavanaugh situation. So they may still take back the House, but it's a much closer race now than it was a month ago. And now over the past week or so, this story came out about Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren claiming to be Native American. So I'm not going to go into the full story right now. Uh, plenty of people have done that already, so you can go watch them, but for now, I'll just say that this is just another blow to the, not just Warren herself for her election, but for the whole Democratic Party. And for once, even the left-wing media sources completely agree on this. There's a CNN headline saying, Elizabeth Warren might have actually made things worse with her DNA gambit. A Vox headline states, Elizabeth Warren's DNA test has started a whole new controversy. And Nick Martin of Splinter writes, Warren's video and subsequent release of her DNA report was a disgrace, a vicious rejection of native sovereignty, and more than anything, completely foreseeable. Had Warren spoken to any native with a clear mind, this idea would have been dead on arrival. Instead, I now have to grit my teeth to the nerve and solemnly nod my head in agreement with a motherfucking Donald Trump tweet. Now, if you're on the political right or just not on the far left, you might be kicking up your heels in celebration at, at all this bad stuff happening to the Democratic Party. And believe me, I'm right there with you. I completely understand the urge to laugh at stuff like that, especially the Elizabeth Warren thing, because it's just absurd and hilarious, no matter who you are. It's like we're actually living in idiocracy. But my contention is that we should probably rein in that urge a little bit and maybe not celebrate this quite so much and I have two main reasons why. The first reason is pretty simple. We've all heard the analogy of politics as a pendulum that swings back and forth between left and right. One party gains power, people are excited about it for a while, they eventually get dissatisfied with that party and then they elect the other party in the next election. And we've definitely seen that with our presidents over the past 20 years or so. We went from Bush 41 to Clinton, Bush 43, Obama, and now to Trump. So the thing with the pendulum is that the further it swings in one direction, the further it's eventually going to swing back in the other direction. So with the Democratic Party going fully crazy and just drifting further and further to the left, we're currently seeing a huge swing of the pendulum to the right, and I'm concerned that the longer this goes on, the worse the inevitable swing back to the left is going to be. The other possibility I'm concerned about is actually the worst possibility in my view, and that's the possibility that maybe the pendulum just doesn't swing back to the left. Maybe the Republicans keep gaining more and more and more power indefinitely, and even though I'm on the right, I think that would be a bad thing for the country and we should not be excited about it. So I'm a person who doesn't tow either party's line 100%, 
Um, although I do lean to the right on most things, and I, along with millions of other people during the last presidential election, was completely unsatisfied with the choices we ended up having. I thought South Park's parody of the election you know, as being between a giant douche and a turd sandwich was just a little bit too on the nose. Um, I really hated both candidates for different reasons, and whenever I would talk to people about this election, I would say things like, you know, 320 million people in this country and these are the choices we could come up with, seriously? So, and this is due to the two-party system. The fact that we, we narrow it down to these two choices is due to the two-party system, in my view, and I think that we would be much better off if we had a viable third-party option, or maybe even a fourth. But for all the evils of the two-party system, I'm fairly certain that a system with only one powerful party would be even worse. And I'm a little concerned that we're headed a little bit in that direction due to the incompetence of the Democrats recently. And so the obvious reason that I think the Republicans gaining too much power would be a bad thing is that I think too much power concentrated in one place is always a bad thing. You know, one of the core principles of our system of government outlined in the Constitution is the separation of powers. The Constitution dilutes power over three different branches within the federal government and also separates power between the states and the federal government. And that's to prevent tyranny by avoiding too much concentration of power in one place. But if the members of all three branches of government are all of similar ideologies and working together for extended periods of time, that almost partially negates the separation of powers. And, you know, don't get me wrong, it's, it's still better than all power being concentrated with one person or in one branch of government, but it's not ideal. The other reason I think it's a bad thing for one party to gain too much power is that figuring out sound policy depends on a give and take and a compromise between competing interests, which we don't have if one party has all the power. There's an idea in philosophy called the golden mean that was first popularized by Aristotle, and the idea is that virtue is a mean or an average between two extremes, one of excess and one of deficiency. A golden mean of virtue is found between two vices. So for example, an excess of bravery or recklessness on this end and a deficiency of bravery or cowardice on this end. And we, would, we might call the golden mean between those two courage. So in American politics, we can see different values on both sides of the aisle. For example, the left tends to hold compassion as an important value. Now, obviously it's possible to have a deficiency of compassion, but it might not be so obvious that it's equally possible to have an excess of compassion. So for example, think about fighting for women's equality. If a person had a deficiency of compassion towards women, they would be a misogynist. They might, th they might really think that a woman's place is in the kitchen making sandwiches and that women shouldn't be allowed in government or in certain professions. But on the other hand, an excess of compassion f towards a perceived victim group such as women leads to the kind of identity politics that we're currently seeing from the left and from people who voted for Hillary Clinton purely because she's a woman, or people who say things like, if you don't agree with my dogma as a feminist, then you're a misogynist. And both of those extremes are bad, and the golden mean is somewhere in between. So the left and the right in this country have excesses and deficiencies of different qualities, and finding the best policies for the country as a whole depends on the two parties working together to compromise. 
So each party pushes back against the other, and that ideally keeps us in the middle of the road and prevents us from running off into the ditch on either side. But what we're seeing today is a failure to compromise, and that's only going to get worse if one party ends up holding all the power for too long. So if we keep going in this direction, we'll end up getting policies based on the excesses and deficiencies of the Republican Party's values, with less and less of an opposing force to balance those out from the other side. So all that being said, that does not mean that I think we should all just vote for Democrats just to prevent the Republicans from gaining too much power. Regardless of the virtues or the vices of Democratic policy proposals, the rhetoric currently coming from that party is abhorrent, in my opinion. So what they're pushing for lately is more incivility and less compromise. And for whatever downsides I think the Republican Party has, you know, at least they're not advocating for harassment of, of their political opponents in public places. So what really needs to happen is that we need two rational, sane parties that hold opposing values, but are both capable of compromise and committed to deciding policy in a civilized manner. And in my view, the Democratic Party is currently going insane, and that is not something that we on the right should be celebrating, even if it is satisfying to watch in the short term, and trust me, I, I completely understand the satisfaction that some of us get out of seeing that happen. I'm right there with you. I just think we should try to rein that in a little bit because it's going to be a bad thing in the long term. So that's all I got for today. Let me know what you think about all this in the comments. Agree, disagree, tell me if, I, if you think I missed something. Also, let me know what you think about the idea of public policy ideals as a golden mean between excesses and deficiencies of certain values. I'll be interested to hear what you guys think. And as always, promoting discussion on topics like this is the whole point of doing this show. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you like the show, there are many ways you can support it. You can talk about it on your own blog or podcast, you can share it on social media with your friends, or you can leave a rating or review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen to it. If you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel and hit the thumbs up button if you like this video. Or if you really like us, you can support the show directly by going to patreon.com philosophication. Thank you so much for your support.